0: Dear listeners, Sairam, Welcome back to our weekly series, Fleeting Moments, Lasting Memories, where we bring you conversations with former students of Bhagwan Baba's schools and colleges. Miss Rama Devi is an alumna of Bhagwan Baba's Anantapur College, where she now serves as a resident tutor in the Sri Sathya Sai Women's Hostel. Born in Bellari, Karnataka in the year 1951, Miss Ramadevi was visually challenged since birth. This is a two-part conversation of which we now bring you the second part. Part 1 of the conversation was aired last week. In part 1, Miss Ramadevi narrates the way she came to size fold early in her life and the challenges and struggles of life that she faced bravely with Swami's blessings and grace. In case you have missed part 1 of this conversation, you can download it and listen to it at your leisure by visiting the link radiosai.org Sai students So, over now to part 2 of the conversation and in conversation with Miss Rama Devi is Radio Sai's Karuna Munshi.
1: And then you joined in 76 to start your master's program in English literature. Yes. At the nearby Sri Devaraya University or SK University. Right. At that time, it was known as PG Center. Yes, yes. And I believe that our warden at mm. that time, yes. uh, Dr. Mrs. J. Lakshmi Gopinath, she was very considerate. She allowed you to have a family member with you for a week. For a month. She for allowed. a month prior to the exam so that they could assist you in your preparation work. Exactly. And you did very well for yourself. The next two years, you breezed through your master's program. Yeah, exactly.
2: I managed to do that.
1: Not only that, you did very well in the summer course.
2: Ah, yes. Please yes, tell summer us course. about those
1: experiences. Oh,
2: that was very nice. Those days, Swami conducted summer courses with one month duration, 72 to 79. I could not attend all of them because I used to go home. Those days, I did not know how to go like that. And many people said, you can't cope with the situation. You have to get up in the middle of the night to have bath. It's all very difficult. You can't manage. I was discouraged. So, I did not know one day I attended, that inauguration day and after that, I had to go home. So, 1977 summer course I attended. Swami's so inspiration, you know, my classmate went on saying, I will take you this time. I will take you for summer course. So, she really did that. She took me, she took care of me during the summer course. How nice of her. Really. And the whole month was a Wonderful experience, all put together it was. Because, so many things that I did not know about Indian culture, I learned. The Vedas, what wonderful knowledge is there in the Vedas and Bhagavad Gita, I did not know what Bhagavad Gita consisted till then. Then I heard so many scholarly lectures from people from different walks of life and it was very educating and Swami's presence. During the summer course, Swami used to interact with us very often and I felt very happy and uh, I benefited much from that summer course. Only one thing was disturbing me. Which was what? My academic exams. MA first year exams. Impending. Yeah, really. And they were fast approaching and I used to get worried about that. In the evening, Swami used to give discourses and in the morning, we used to have uh, lectures. All this time, I used to... Benefit much, but at the same time, I was worried about my exams. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And it was going on for a long time, but a strange thing happened at the end of it. Just one week before the summer course exams, Mm -hmm. my mind became empty of worry. Academic exams did not matter at all. I felt calm and nice. I was watching my own mind. Why this change? I thought of the exam, then it told me, no, no, that is not important. Then uh, I thought, okay, let me study now properly. So that one week, I studied all that was taught during the summer course to write the exam. And I I was well prepared and a Dal member was uh, given a scribe for me. She wrote for me. I dictated the questions and she wrote. I did quite well. So I asked how to get the certificate from Swami. They said, no problem, if you get above 50 marks, you can get a certificate from Swami hand. So I calculated the marks and I thought, oh no problem. I have done quite well. I'll surely get above fifty and I will get certificate from Swami Sands. So I was quite satisfied. But two days before the end of summer course, results were announced. And in the evening, Dr. Bhagavantam announced the first rank goes to a blind girl, Miss Rama Devi. Oh. I was <laughs> I was so shocked. How come it happened? Of course I shared it with another student. From Bangalore College, you scored Swami's.
1: way above fifty percent.
2: <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> then the next day, prize distribution was going on. So I went. I went to the stage. You know, my classmate took me. The one who took care of me. Oh. I said she only should come with me, and so she came with me. And we went to the stage, and Swami gave me a trophy. You know, it was um, about six inches tall. It is a model of Sarvadharma symbol, like the pillars, stupa. Ah uh, yes. I see. And it was written also. It had six sides and on all the six sides, captions were written. Beautiful. And he gave that and created Vibhuti and gave me also.
1: What a blessing.
2: Then after that, I came back to our hostel and only 14 days, I think, Uh were left for our exams. So we had to study very hard and at that time, I had to go through, all my classmates had to go through another big ordeal and that is the governing body members of our college thought that we should be sent to the PG Centre hostel because we were not the present students. We were not the students of our college.
1: Yeah, you were studying at a different university.
2: Yes, and we were occupying places in our hostel which uh, could be given to the students who would come and study here. So they thought maybe they should send us. So they told my classmates and my classmate didn't want to tell me exactly what it is. They said, Rama, we are going to Parthi On some important matter, we are going to have Swami's darshan. Mm -hmm. They went away and I didn't mind. I didn't go. They just wanted to shield you from the stress, I guess. Yes, exactly. So, they went and about half an hour, one hour after that, I came to know about it. Someone told me, you know why they went? They went to pray to Swami. I felt very worried, but then I had a nap in the afternoon that day. About 3 o'clock I went to sleep and in my sleep I had a dream. In the dream, I was in the darshan line along with my classmates. Mm-hmm. Swami came and I don't know why, we don't usually stand up, isn't it? Hmm. But we stood up. I also stood up with them. With your classmates? Yes. And my classmates asked Swami, they are telling us to leave the hostel and go to peace center hostel. But Swami, please allow us to stay in the hostel. Just one more year, Swami will complete our course, allow us to complete our course in your hostel. And Swami said, No, Bangaru, see, vere you should give chance to the other students also, isn't it? Then they were disappointed. Then Sonat turned to me mm-hmm. and he said Nenu no, July tarikh Kada mm-hmm. He said, Anyway, I am coming on the seventh of July. I will tell you then. The dream ended.
1: So this was on the late afternoon when your classmates were in Puttaparthi. you dreamt in Ananthpur.
2: Exactly. And at seven o'clock my classmates came crying. They said, Come on, the fact is that we have to leave the hostel. And you please write to your grandmother and tell her to come and once again join you in that hostel. In the SK University. SK University. I said, you know, I got a dream and Swami told me that he will tell me later. Still I have hope. They said, no, Swami told us clearly. You have to give chance to others.
1: But the conversation he had in your dream yes. was same as the conversation he had with them In waking state in Puttaparthi. Exactly. At the same
2: exact time. Same exact time. But the only
1: thing missing was the extra information he gave you that he's coming on July 7th and he will talk.
2: Yes. Only that was missing. I see. So we were very much worried and we had to study also for the exam. With this worry in our mind.
1: So hard to concentrate.
2: Really very hard to concentrate. At that time my younger sister, Purnima, she was with me. uh, Reading out to me. Helping me to prepare. So we were there like that. Somehow we were managing to... A study, Swami was coming on July seventh, but I think a year before Swami had promised that he would come to Anantapur every seventh, the seventh of every month he would come to Anantapur, and Swami used to do that for some months. So it was known fact that he will come on seventh. Preparations to receive Swami were going on full swing, and we were also studying and started writing exam also. Then on the sixth night, I got another dream, and that is. Swami came to our uh, college and we were all sitting along the walls in the corridor. Two rows with a lot of gap between for Swami to walk. Mm -hmm. Wide gap. Swami came and He came to me and put His hand on my head and said something. Yala Gunnavur, something like that, He said. How are you? He said. And I knew that I should ask whatever I wanted. Swami, can we stay in the hostel? He said, yes, you can. And in the dream also, I could imagine the position, how it was. That is far to my right, all the staff members were there and governing body members also were there on the left side. I could imagine the correct distance also. And in the dream also, I was thinking, did they all hear what Swami said or not? Uh
1: That was a concern because you wanted them to know that He said, okay. Yes, I wanted to
2: know that. So clear the dream was. So I woke up after that. The next day, this dream became reality because Swami came on 7th. And uh, 9 o'clock Swami came, He entered the portals of our uh, campus, entered the college, came straight to me. Someone surrounded the Swami, some people, then He said, Wait, I have to go to my students, He said. I still remember. Then He came straight to me and, Yala how are you? He said, putting His hand on my head. I said, Swami, Nen am and Swami, I'm fine. Can we stay in the hostel? Then He said, Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. This was heard by the authorities, naturally. Oh my God, your dream
1: came true. <laughs> really, literally.
2: literally. Talk of a dream coming true. Really, it was a fantastic experience, you know. There were celebrations, all of you were so relieved. Yeah. Only thing is, my classmates at that time did not know what I exactly asked. Okay. Did I ask, name undatsa or name undatsa? Meaning, us I? I? I, they did not know.
1: Whether you got permission for yourself or for, or for all, all, of, all
2: of us. But I got for all of us. I see. But they could not make out you know, because they were a little uh, away. And the authorities, somebody said, Swami, the problem is 500 applications are coming for the hostel, Swami. So how to cope with the situation? Then Swami said, so what? For Brindavan College, 1000 applications are coming. Now, does it mean that we will send away our uh, students? Then, to make room for ah, the new ones. For the new ones. No. He said, some of my students I will keep them with me. I will keep I will keep them with me, he oh, said. Really, strength flowed into us, you know. Then my classmates also, after everything is over, they went and stood in some very strategic place where Swami would walk. They asked Swami, Swami can we stay? Oh yes, you can stay, Swami said. And he told our warden, Jayamma, where is He told. So everything was made clear to everybody that we can stay in the hostel. And it was really wonderful uh, confirmation, you know, we felt very happy. And so we studied and we wrote our exams and I also passed in good division, at second division.
1: Wonderful. And even before you had finished it, I believe Swami had already assured you of the future. You had nothing to worry about. Exactly. What did
2: He say? Ah, That was a wonderful <laughs> interview. You know, it was August, I think, uh, because Swami did not come on the 7th of August. Mm-hmm. Then I don't know when exactly we went. After a few weeks or something, we came to Puttaparthi. And the students and staff, all of us, were called inside. Then I was sitting in the first row that time. Our warden, Dr. Jay Lakshmi Gopinath, she was sitting to my right, a few people away, near the door of Swami's room, I think there. And Swami came and he started talking to her. She started asking questions. Swami, why didn't you come on the 7th of August? This month, Swami, you didn't come and we were very much disappointed. Then Swami said, how can I come? mother that is our principal, Dr. Hemulatha. She was not there. She had gone to Tirupati or somewhere for some conference. He made so many excuses. So many. Then she said, yes, Swami, she had gone, that's true. But then she came back by then. So if he had come, it would have been very nice. Then he thought for a second and he said, oh, is it? No, no, it's not that actually. <laughs> actually, I didn't have an escort, you know. I could not find anybody to accompany me. <laughs> then uh, she named so many people, Raman Rao Garu, Kutumb Rao Garu. So many people she named. One of them you could have called. No, no, I could not take Kutum Rao Garu because he's very busy. He had to uh, take care of the administration. So many people are very busy. They cannot accompany me. Then finally he thought, no, no, there are uh, so many others who could accompany me. This excuse was not strong enough, <laughs> and he said, no, no, it's not that, you know. There was a downpour from Puttapati to Ananthapur. The roads were damaged, so I could not come. Then uh, Madam said, Swami, that's true, it was very rainy, that is true, it had rained very heavily. But by the second or third, the roads were repaired and they were in good condition. This also was not strong enough. Then he thought, he ran out of uh, excuses. excuses. <laughs> so he said, oh, is it? I did not know. Like that he ended the whole drama. But I am glad
1: that (laughs) that, uh, Jema Madam persisted and kept countering all his lame excuses. Exactly. So then he had to make up for not turning up. He had to give you guys an interview, isn't it? Exactly. Nice interview it
2: was, you know. And all through this, I was enjoying myself. Because I was very close. I was in the first row and I could hear everything and I was really enjoying as if I am listening to a drama, you know, like that it was. And after that, Swami told me in my mind, Uh one message came. What was that? He said, this uh, Leela
1: yeah,
2: or this uh, drama, I don't know exactly what he said, but the uh, idea was clear. It was played out for your delight.
1: Oh, beautiful.
2: Cherish it always.
1: This Sai Krishna's Leela exactly. of one excuse after the other.
2: <laughs> I know, because he was caught red-handed yeah. <laughs> and he had to give some excuses which were not at all uh, strong enough. They were oh, not so, like lovely. that. How lovely.
1: What a beautiful memory to
2: have. And I always kept this in my mind. And whenever I think of it, I smile to myself. Naturally. And then, uh, that's 77 summer course, isn't it? Yeah. So, that time, Anup Jalota had come. Anup Jalota sang a bhajan. I remember that bhajan when Swami was talking to us. Uh-huh. Because that says, Jis ki vakra bhrikuti ke se Sagar sapt ubalte dekha, Ke se, bindu dekha, se, padhkar, ko niyam dekha. <laughs> you know why I thought this stanza especially,, yeah. because Jerma madam was asking all these questions yeah. and Swami like an obedient child was answering, and he seemed to be frightened, <laughs> so Krishna whose knitted brows could inspire fear in the seven seas and set them to agitation. Such a person was like a child standing in front of his mother in fear, shedding tears of fear. Uh So I thought, my, what a Leela this is. I know.
1: From thousands of years ago, it was being reenacted and you were a witness to it. Yes, exactly. And you can always relive and revisit that moment in your heart and enjoy the bliss. Yes. Wonderful. Akka, I also understand that Swami gave you a great assurance about your future because your family was always concerned what was to become of you with this disability of yours.
2: Exactly. After finishing that, he turned to me. He came a little close, came to me and he said, Bangaru, study well and Ah. come back and teach here. I said, Swami, teach what? Teach English, he said. But how, Swami, it will be very difficult for me. No, it won't be difficult. You should strengthen your will. I will strengthen your will. And, You stay in the hostel and you teach those who need extra coaching in English. Then I said, yes, Swami. And he said, surely I will give you a seat in my college. This is my promise, he said.
1: What a declaration, very Ah, powerful.
2: And 4.30, the clock struck half hour at that time. Uh It was 4.30 in the evening. Everyone was awed, you know. My, what a promise. How it is going to be fulfilled. We were all waiting. The time came and of course, Swami really fulfilled it.
1: And I believe after a little bit of initial drama, once you joined the college, it was a blissful beginning of real bliss for you because you were tutoring students. And it is during this time that you had many, many opportunities to interact with him. Yes. Tell us about the incident when Swami gave you a very special gift he had ordered for you so thoughtfully.
2: Yes. That was in 87. Mm -hmm. Actually, I was standing at crossroads. I was made to stand on crossroads. And then asked to choose whichever road I want to walk on. What happened was, in 1987, a blind school was opened in uh, Visakhapatnam,
1: Which is your hometown now.
2: Yes. So, when I went for holidays, my friend told me, she had already told my mother about it, that school is opened and they want a principal. They would prefer a visually challenged person. Ramaka is an apt person for it because She has completed her uh, M.A. also. And that friend of mine, she had not completed. Mm -hmm. She had just done her B.A., that's all. So she wanted to recommend me. And so she told that and uh, everyone jumped at the idea. I said, yes, yes, that's a good thing. So let her come. So when I came, they told me, why don't you come here and uh, take up the principal's post. I said, I don't know how to be a principal. I am not used to that. What is it to get used to it? For some months, it will be difficult. But then, You will get used to your uh, work. You will do it very well. I said, but I don't want to leave Swami's college. No, no, you don't have to leave anything. Whenever you want, you can go. And then moreover, you have Swami's messages. You have Swami's love. Shouldn't you spread it? Shouldn't you convey the message to the world? They used all possible convincing arguments. Mm -hmm. Really. Tough choice. Yes, but I was frightened. I didn't want to go. I just didn't want to go at all. The pressure was mounting, you know. So I said, all right, I will come. But I will first ask Swami, then I will come. Then they said, okay. So I sent in an application and came to Swami, came to Parthi with somebody in July, I think I came. Then uh, I sat for Darshan. I had a letter in my hand. I gave the letter and I also asked Swami. Swami, see they are asking me to join as a principal in a school, a blind school. What should I do? I still remember, you know, I said, but as far as I am concerned, then I stopped short. I should not influence Swami's ideas. Those days, sometimes we have some funny ideas, you know. (laughs) Like Uh, you can influence him. (laughs) Ah, no, that's what. I said, why should I say anything without Swami's wish? I should not say, I don't like it. Though Uh I really didn't like it, but I didn't want to say that. Swami, please tell me what I should do, I said. Exactly like this, I said. Then Swami said, Cheptan, Cheptan, I will tell you. Then I said, Swami, please tell me soon, Swami, because they will be calling. I had to go and join there. Hmm. So please tell me quickly, Swami. said, yes, yes, I will tell you, He said. Then I had an idea. And I was so depressed, you know, I thought, what does it matter to Swami, whether I stay or go? Isn't it? Yeah. But Nothing for Him. It's for me only. I want to stay. And if I ask like this, Swami will say, go. Go, Bangaru, go and uh, do your best there. He will say like that. So I thought, anyway, I'll face it. So. I wrote a letter to my aunt, Aunt Kamala. She was in Hyderabad that time. I wrote to her. I said, uh, Kamalaka, you please bring another aunt with you because Swami won't call me for an interview because some elderly persons should be there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, He won't call me. So you come and then Swami will call us and He will tell us. Maybe He will tell me to go. That's all. Mm. I said and I wrote that letter. I still remember it was a Friday evening. I posted the letter. And Sunday morning, Swami came in my aunt's dream. It was about four. it seems whenever she gets Swami's dreams, it'd be early morning. So that day also Swami came, and she was sitting in the darshan line on the sands with the public, and I was sitting opposite to her in our Anantapur campus group. Then he showed me to her, and he said, "How is she related to you?" Swami is my sister's daughter. Ah, all right. Now what is this? She's saying that. She wants to go. Actually, she has done a lot of tapas with great difficulty. With so much of yearning, she came here and I have given her the seat. She has earned the seat. Seat sampah dinsugodhi college lo. Now she says, she wants to go. She wants to forfeit this. Anyway, I have no objection. Very seriously, he said, I have no objection. People can do what they like. Hmm. Then my aunt got scared. No, Sami, please don't say that. She really doesn't want to go and she doesn't know what to do. If you say no, she will not go. Swami said, is it? Then I don't like it. Na kishtam ledu And disappeared. She woke up and she wrote a letter. Exactly like this she wrote to me. And she said, now I am not coming Raman. There is no need. Swami has given the answer. Now it is for you to decide. If you want to come and join there, you can do so. Otherwise you can stay there. Then my letter reached her. On Monday. Then she wrote a postscript. She said, see you said. Swami will say, Bangaru you take up the job. Swami is not like that. He is concerned for you. He really says that He doesn't want you to go. Are you happy? I was overjoyed. I really jumped for joy. <laughs> I was so happy that that day evening I said I will sing bhajans. And I sang one bhajan with full joy. I sang that bhajan that day. That was on a Thursday because three days later the letter came. Mm-hmm. Then from our college I would let it home telling my mother no, I won't be coming. I want to stay here. Swami has told this. So that was there. It was in July, isn't it? So Guru Purnima came on 30th. So that time I wrote a letter. I typed the letter, you know, Karuna, wonderfully. With so much of gratitude, you know, I wrote that letter. I sat and typed big letter. Hey, Swami, you have really averted a tragedy in my life. You know, really, I am so grateful to you. You are like a thousand mothers and so many things I wrote. I wrote that letter and then I kept that letter in my hand and sat for shit. Swami came and took that letter and mm-hmm. went. Morning, he took the letter. Evening, Swami came. He came to me and asked others, you know, all the teachers, what does she do? And then our principal or warden, somebody said, Swami, she teaches weak students. He said, ante physical weakness, <laughs> or mental weakness. Or? Said, really? Physical or mental? What weakness? Anyway, no Swami, she teaches English, all it. Anyway, I have got a watch for her. Wait, let me go and get it. So, Swami went inside and came within three minutes. And brought a box here. In that box, there was a braille watch. Wow. And he opened that. And he kept the watch in his hand, in his palm, opposite me. Okay. He stood opposite me. I was kneeling. Swami said, hold my hand. Like this. He gave me his hand. Then the watch was in his hand and he opened it fully. opened Like, like this. a wristwatch. Yeah. Uh-huh. It opened. I Swami see. opened and kept so it. So the glass uh, lid could be yes. opened, popped open. Exactly. Yeah. Swami did that also. Okay. He opened it and kept. Then he said, tell me the time now. So you had to feel the numbers. Yeah, I had to feel the numbers. And I did not know how to tell the time because the 12 o'clock sign and the 6 o'clock and 9, they were all the same. Okay. And Swami was standing opposite me. So I was a little disoriented as to the direction. Right. So I said, Swami, I don't know how to tell. But he didn't want to take that for an answer. He said, Chippo. He waited for a moment. Somebody, it seems, tried to tell me what it is. Then he, with his hand, he... Quite them. No, don't say anything.
1: He wanted you to figure it out yourself. <laughs> yeah.
2: So for five minutes, bewildered I was. Just held Swami's hand and just sat. How nice. like that. <laughs> confused. very <How well>, beautiful. <laughs> holding his hand. Yeah, holding his hand fully. I did not know what to do. Then exactly at that time, it was six o'clock and bhajan started. So om the om um began in
1: the mandir. Yes.
2: So I said very happily, I said, okay, I know what it is. Six o'clock Swami, I said. Swami laughed and said, No, it is showing twelve <laughs> fifty. That watch. Then he set it right and gave it to me. Oh. Wonderful. I felt so happy, so happy. I can't tell you how happy <laughs> I was at that time.
1: And so, he also gave you a chance to translate his Chinnakathas, those little stories, parables that Bhagwan tells in Braille.
2: Yes, yes. And that
1: led to a <coughs> wonderful opportunity, I understand.
2: Yes, that was in uh, nineteen eighty one. We had already formed into an association, alumni association, that is Kingdom of Mother Sai. Swami had named it like that. And then we had to engage in seva activities. Mm -hmm. So our president told me, okay, what can you do? You write Chinnakatha or anything, Swami's book in Braille. Then I thought, what do I write? Chinnakatha. When Darshan done, I showed the Braille. Uh, that is a slate, mm-hmm. to get blessed. Then I said, Swami, they are asking me to write something. Can I write Chinnakatha? Swami said Chinnakatha, good, good, for children. You write that book, He said. And He blessed the slate. And I started writing. I did not know how to write a book. I did not know how to compile anything, nothing I knew. Girls helped me, they dictated the book. And uh, my aunt, when she came for Dasara, she also dictated. So I went on writing, completed the book by Deepavali. On Deepavali, Swami called us for an interview. Then our uh, president told Swami, Swami, she has completed the book. It's gone for binding. Will you release it on your birthday? Then Swami said, yes, yes, I will do. Can she speak? Then everybody said, yes Swami, she can uh, speak on the stage. Then said, Bangaru, you speak. You speak on my birthday. Alright? You should speak about how people should use their God-given gifts. Mm -hmm. You tell them how fortunate you are. Being in my college, under my umbrella, in my care, how uh, fortunate you are, you tell them. And you please tell them that they should make good use of their God given gifts. And then he said, You can see me, actually, you can see God with a clear mind. So that's enough for you, you need not have eyes to see, he said. So then I translated and I gave. And at that time, in the same year only, i was one day thinking of the delights of sight i was just imagining how nice it would be if i only i can see how i can see so many colors i can see so many things in nature i can be on my own i can be independent i can walk on my own all these things i was thinking just imagining like that suddenly one strong message came mm-hmm. in my mind you know in english undi swami said this often he talks in telugu but sometimes he speaks in english sight threatens to burst upon you But I am preventing it. Hmm. I was so taken aback. You know, I said, what? With so much feeling, I said, Swami, if you say you don't want to give me, you feel that I should not see, I accept your will. And from my side, I will cooperate with you. I will not ask for sight. I told Swami. But this message was so powerful. The impact was so powerful. Mm -hmm. That for a month, you know, I hesitated to rub my eyes open in the morning when I woke up. I see. You know, you feel like opening your eyes fully; you know? yeah. otherwise, the sleep won't go. Yeah. I hesitated because I thought, suppose I did that and sight got activated. I didn't want that to happen because Swami told me not to.
1: What then, did you make of his proclamation that he was preventing
2: it? That is because whatever karma I have to undergo, uh-huh. I should undergo. I see. And moreover, one thing I always felt was that by seeing, I won't become something different. Like I won't become something entirely different and I'll become extremely good or some, something extremely... You're possibly
1: more confused with
2: all ah, the sights. Yes, it won't be like that. Whatever I am now, I'll be the same. And I felt that life is a game. Main thing is, I used to always concentrate on how to improve my inner self. Mm-hmm. If I have some anger, I should control. If I'm not talking nicely, I should do that well. Anything I have to learn, I'll think of insight how I should improve my virtue or the inner improvement on that thinking. So I felt life is like a game and every game has its own rules and limitations especially. Hmm. You have to play within that limitation.
1: Yeah, You have to follow the boundaries.
2: Yes. So I have this limitation. I should perform well within this
1: limitation. Well, I must say you are performing extremely well within <laughs> your limitations. And for, if I may inform our listeners that the women's wing of the Employees Association of the BSNL, which is a telecom company in India, Came to know about Miss Ramadevi's achievements and in March of two thousand ten they invited her for the celebration of the International Women's Day and a gesture of appreciation for a visually challenged woman who stood her ground against many odds in life. They facilitated her with a citation and a memo. This too, I believe, was Swami's grace on you. That is how you
2: take it. Yes, you? surely, surely it is Swami's Grace.
1: It's been wonderful hearing your experiences. Thank you so much, Ramaka, for sharing your time. Appreciate it deeply. Thank you. Sai Akka. Sairam.
0: Sairam, you just heard an episode of our weekly series, Fleeting Moments, Lasting Memories, where we bring you conversations with former students of Pakwan Baba's schools and colleges. Today, we brought to you part two of the conversation with Ms. Rama Devi of Anantapur campus of the Sai University. Part one of this conversation was aired last week. In part one, Ms. Rama Devi narrates the way she came to Sai's fold early in her life and the challenges and struggles of life that she faced bravely with Swami's grace and blessings. If you have missed part 1 of this conversation, you can download it and listen to it at your leisure by visiting the link radiosci.org. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. We look forward to your feedback. As always, you can email us to listener at Thank you for tuning in to Radio Sai and please continue to stay with us. Sai Ram from Prashantina Leo